Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Friday, August 6th, and we're thankful that you have taken the time out of your schedule to be with us on the Winning Side daily broadcast. And we are here Monday through Friday. We're live every Monday through Friday at noon. And then we do a replay at 6 o'clock on the radio, 95.9 FM. Uh, many of you listen on the radio, and we thank you for tuning in. And then those that listen on the app, we appreciate you tuning in. I think it was uh, yesterday, we were looking at all the different places, the different states where people were listening uh, on the app. And that's a, a blessing of having that feature, is even if you're not right here in our area, you can listen anytime uh, on your uh, smartphone or on your computer or your tablet, whatever it may be. And then we've got the podcast, and that's a blessing too. You can go back after the fact and listen. Uh, you can download that, and I hope that podcast is a blessing. And then those of you watching on Facebook, thank you for tuning in today, and I hope you're having a good day. I hope it's been a good week for you, and uh, what a beautiful day we had yesterday. We started talking about the weather yesterday. It's beautiful, and again today, it's a beautiful day. God has given us here at the beginning of August. Hard to believe uh, this summer has flown by so quickly. I want to say a happy birthday today to uh, Tommy Daughtry. Uh, somebody posted, I think it was your daughter, so I think this is okay to say, but you are today the big six zero. Now, I might have guessed maybe 50, uh, maybe, maybe, you know, 55, but no, I would not have guessed 60. But brother Tommy, uh, you are retired and uh, busier than ever, and uh, happy birthday. Uh, Caleb and I were just talking right before we started. We are talking, it wasn't that long ago. It seemed like we were under the tent, and Brother Tommy, we appreciate you uh, every Sunday morning under the tent, uh, getting set up, and then for the drive-in every Sunday morning, getting set up for that, and we appreciate all you do, even now that we're back in the building. Uh, we appreciate you, and then happy birthday today to Philip Pear. And there's a young man still in his 30s. Uh, so, Philip, hope you have a great day today. And then uh, John Vick. We always have to clarify, we've got two John Vicks in our church. But this is the John Vick uh, that lives out in Murfreesboro. And uh, he and um, his wife and the kids, they drive in a long way to come to church. But happy birthday to you, John. And then happy birthday tomorrow on Saturday to Tecla Smith and uh, Joe Walker. Happy birthday and then happy anniversary to Richard and Betty Brown. I hope you folks have a great day tomorrow as you celebrate your wedding anniversary. Uh, let's be in prayer today for our church. Let's pray for a great day on Sunday. And uh, if you do not attend Victory Baptist Church, wherever you attend, I hope you're already praying for a great day. Pray for your pastor. Pray for your pastor as he preaches that God would give him power and that God would use him. Uh, pray for people to be saved. Pray that uh, people will come and that decisions will be made and people uh, will be helped and people will be encouraged. And I hope you're fired up for Sunday. I'm looking forward to a great, great day here on Sunday. Uh, Sunday night, we will partake of the Lord's Supper. 
There are two ordinances in the local church. By the way, there are two offices in the local church. I'm not talking about the offices where you you answer the phones or where you study, but the two offices are that of a pastor and a deacon. Those are outlined in the Word of God. There are qualifications for those uh, two offices. But then there are two ordinances of the local church. One is baptism. And every Christian, once you get saved, you ought to follow the Lord in believer's baptism. And if you've never been baptized, uh, you can't wait. That's not optional. Uh, You must get baptized. Follow the Lord in believer's baptism. And then the second ordinance is the Lord's Supper. And uh, some churches do it more often than others. We do it about once a quarter. But the Bible says that we are commanded to partake of that. And when we do, we do it in remembrance of Jesus and what he did for us on the cross. I'm excited about Sunday night. I want you to hear this great song by the Blunkall family. And uh, it's a song really about the cross and leading up to the cross. And uh, of course, there was uh, Barabbas or Jesus. They were given a choice and the crowd cried out, give us Barabbas and uh, crucified Jesus. Well, uh, can I tell you, Jesus went to the cross instead of Barabbas. He was the one who was guilty. But I want to tell you also, it should have been me and it should have been you hanging on that cross. But I'm glad that Jesus took took our place when he died on the cross to pay for our sins. Hope you enjoy this song. It was either him or me. From my prison cell, I watched them play their cruel game. With just a man, a blindfold, and a purple robe of shame. Struck him on his face and said in mockery, Prophesy and tell us, was it either him or me? And they brought him to myself and said, Man, don't you know? Barabbas, you're the people's choice, he'll die, you're free to go. Later on, I watched them. Take his life on Calvary I told myself a thousand times It was either him or me Either him or me He took my place on Calvary I'm so unworthy to be free It was either him or me wages for which I had worked so long and knowing hell awaited me in eternity the warden said there was no hope for either him or me and I stumbled to the prison window where I saw a wounded man upon a cross who died for one and all I knew that somehow through his death that I could be set free that's when I put my faith in him it was either him or me either him or me he took my place on Calvary I'm so unworthy 
You know, 1 John tells us that Jesus became the propitiation for our sins. That's a big word, and we don't use that word a lot, uh, but he became our substitute. Uh, Jesus stepped in and took our place and our punishment, and not only did he take our place, but then he put us in his plate. That's why, in his place, that's why the Bible says that we are made the righteousness of God in him. Us who knew no righteousness, we became righteousness, and him who knew no sin, he became sin for us. And I thank the Lord for that great song, and I thank the Lord for the cross. I'm excited about Sunday. I'll be uh, preaching about that on Sunday night. Proverbs 12, I'd like to finish today, Proverbs 12. We've talked about uh, the root of the righteous, and then we've talked about these last few days from Proverbs 12, the wisdom that we, we found in Proverbs 12, and then our words uh, we said in Proverbs 12, and uh, I thought my wife was going to bring it up yesterday afternoon. She didn't bring it up, although I know she was listening. But I made the statement yesterday that, that one study says that women uh, say about 20,000 words a day compared to about 7,000 a day for men. And um, again, my wife and I did not have a conversation about this. I'm not saying this because I have to, uh, but I have heard people say that the reason that women have to speak so many more words than men is because the men are not listening and the women have to repeat themselves. I don't know if that's true, uh, but that may be the reason. Uh, I know sometimes uh, sometimes I don't hear it the first time. You know what I mean. I hope, I hope you know what I mean. I hope I'm not the only one. Uh, but anyway, we talked about our words. I hope you used your words yesterday on purpose. Uh, to encourage somebody and help somebody. Today, I want to talk about our way. And I know we use that term, but I'm talking about our way of life, uh, just the way we do things, the way that we live. It says in Proverbs 12 and verse number 15, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes. Uh, we see that in the book of Judges. The Bible says that every man did that which was right in their own eyes. And by the way, in the book of Judges, is where we find some of the most hideous, uh, uh, godless acts ever recorded. And it was by the people that were God's people, the nation of Israel. You say, how did they get so far? Because they stopped doing it God's way and they started doing it their own way. But there's the way of a fool that is right in his own eyes. But then notice with me, if you would, in verse number 28, the Bible says, in the way of righteousness is life. And in the pathway thereof, there is no death. 
I heard the story, um, this has been years ago, I think it was our pastor, Pastor Treber, that used this uh, illustration. I thought it was so good, I've not forgotten it. But he talked about Ronald Reagan, and uh, Ronald Reagan became president in 1980. Uh, I was born in 1979, so Ronald Reagan was the first president that I knew when I was growing up, and I remember uh, hearing about him, and I thank the Lord for Ronald Reagan. He was not a perfect president, but he was a good president, and um, I, I thank the Lord for, for leaders that we have had like Ronald Reagan that, that stand for what is right and, and stand for our nation and stand for uh, our liberty and stand stand against uh, communism and stand against uh, socialism and stand against those things. But anyway, this is not a political rant, although I've got plenty I'd like to say. But Ronald Reagan, he when he came into the White House, and as you know, uh, I should say, as you know, if you were living in that time period, you know that those late 70s, those were some very, very difficult days in politics uh, with inflation, um, with the Cold War going on. And Ronald Reagan came into the White House and he stepped into that, uh, that Oval Office and he made a determination that he was going to have a culture of life in the White House. Uh, it was going to be positive. It was going to be, hey, we can do this. It was a can-do spirit. You know, I hope that there is a culture of life and a, a culture of, uh, of, of happiness and joy in our church. That is my desire when people come to church. Now, obviously, I'm going to preach against sin. I'm going to do my best to preach the whole counsel of God. And uh, I'm going to preach about hell because hell is a real place. And if people don't get saved, they'll spend eternity in a lake of fire. But I want people, when they come to church, I want them to know that they can be saved. I want them to know that there is hope in Jesus. I want people to know that there is life and there is joy and there is peace found in Jesus Christ. I hope that you and I, wherever we go, I hope that we breathe life into that place. Have you ever been around someone and it didn't take long and all of the air in the room was just deflated because they were always negative, they were always critical, they were always cynical? Uh, I hope there's hope in your home. I hope there's happiness in your home and in your marriage. And I hope there's, there's joy and hope there's peace. And I hope there's goodness that comes because of, of what you bring to your business or what you bring to your home or what you bring to your church. You know, your Sunday school class ought to be a better class because you're in it. You say, well, I'm not the teacher. I didn't say you had to be the teacher. Did you know that as a, a student attending a Sunday school class, you can help to set the mood in that class just with your smile, just with your words, just with your participation? I hope when you go to church this Sunday, I hope you open up that hymn book and I hope you'll sing. You say, well, I can't sing very well and I don't know all the notes and I don't know all the tunes. Hey, I don't either, but that doesn't stop me. You can still sing and, and have the joy of the Lord. I hope there'll be a culture of life uh, in your church and in your home and in your business and in your community. You know, our church, we talk about the way of our church or the way of, of life that we want in our church. But I want to tell you this, uh, we need to get back to the Bible way. Uh, we've got so many churches that are changing and so many churches that are going a different way. 
And I want to tell you this, we need to get back to the Word of God. You know, um, sometimes people will call our churches, or I know I've heard this about our church before, and, and to me, this is not uh, this is not a criticism, this is a compliment. But I've heard people say, well, that church is just kind of old-fashioned. Well, uh, we don't want to be old as in out of date. If you come into our buildings and stuff, we try to keep things up, and I thank the Lord for technology. I thank the Lord for equipment. I thank the Lord for, you know, fresh coat of paint on the walls and new flooring and, and building that is clean and neat and orderly. But can I tell you, when it comes to what we preach and what we teach, we're not looking to update or we're not looking to change or we're not looking to be current with what this world is doing. Because I want to tell you, this world is getting worse and worse. My wife commented the other day, I think I'll finish, uh, I'll, I'll finish this another day, but I'll, I'll close with this. My wife commented the other day uh, about our washing machine. We have a washing machine that we have had for years. We got it in California. I guess we probably have had it for 15 years or more. And it's been a good, a good machine for us. It is old, doesn't look very good, but I'll tell you what, it gets the job done. And my wife has been on some of these different groups where they'll tell about the appliances and most of what she has been telling me about here in the last couple of days, we got we were talking about it for some reason. She said, you know, it's sad. She said, but most of the newer machines, she said, they don't last long. And people get on there and say, my machine, I had one for 15 years or 20 years and I got a new one and this new one hadn't lasted two years or this new one's giving me trouble after just three years or whatever. Well, I want to tell you, I hope that our churches, I hope our churches might be more like that old washing machine than like the new ones. And what I mean by that is we, we want to stick with what works. We want to stick with the Word of God. We're not trying to uh, please the crowd. We're not trying to be a, a seeker-sensitive church. We want to be sensitive to what Jesus has said in His Word. And so I'll finish this probably on Monday. But uh, for our church, I hope that we will stay with the Word of God. And I hope for your life and for your home, don't change just because everybody else is doing it. You need to figure out what does the Bible say? What does God have to say? And if God's clear on it, then you stick with it and don't change no matter what. God bless you. Hope you have a great day and a great weekend. And we'll look forward to a great day in church on Sunday. God bless you. Have a great weekend. I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a co-worker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.